Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's Carter here, and I'm introducing to you what I used to call the penultimate episode of a series on our podcast, and then my good friends Doge and Jordan taught me that penultimate means next to last. So that's what Jordan did last week. I'm here to give you what happens after Back to the Future Part 2. Where could we possibly go? Doc and Marty McFly decide to go somewhere that would ultimately blaze a trail for the likes of a little mouse named Fivel some years later. And then after that, Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan are like, hey, yeah, we'll go there too. Where could that be? Well, my friends, let's go out to the Wild West with Back to the Future Part 3. Saddle up your horses, Marty. We got a trail to blaze. <laughs> Welcome to the Rootin' Shootin' Tootin' Patreon episode of Back to the Future Part 3. We're here in the old, we're here in the old West and I'm your prospect, prospect, Doddcaster Doge. Prospect Doddcaster. Am I usually second on this? Listen, this bit, this bit's And I'm pr- Carter. <laughs> Doggy. I'm Jordan. I, did, I thought you weren't going to say your name. I'm here to do a little bit of podcasting. Uh, and we're going to talk in these voices for the whole episode, at least for the time that we're uh, stuck in the Old West with Doc and Marty. <laughs> My wife is on a business Zoom call in the next room, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that made her very mad just now. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Patreon, baby. It's Patreon, baby. And Do listen, you feel it? listen oh, we've been gone it? for a while, but we back. But we're back. With We're vengeance. back, and it's that same bonus episode flavor that you crave. You are beautiful, beautiful Patreon supporters. You are the hunk because for some reason you have decided that the things that we talk about and the way that we talk about them are worth spending your hard-earned dollars on. And we could not be more grateful, more humbled, or more confused. But <laughs> thank you. We're very happy that you're here. Yeah, somehow you're here against even our better judgment, which is <laughs> shocking. I don't man. know that. Hey, that cowboy stuff at the top was pretty good. That was pretty, pretty good. good. That was, that pretty, was good. pretty good podcast. That was really, really very good. <laughs> um, we are continuing our march, fi- finishing our march, finishing through Back to the Future for Carter's first time mm. ever. Mm. With Back to the Future three. Oh, sorry. With, with a with a movie. <laughs> 
known as to everybody. Back, Back to, to the, the Future, future part, part three. Part three. Oops. And part this time, three. part the third. They're in the Wild West. Yeah. It's a cowboy one. <laughs> that guy is used for every, like if, if. Yeah. That cowboy reminded you of someone. It that's because it it's was it's him. him. Yeah, it's because it's he's because he's the sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood. It's because he's chief in the Fox yes. and the Hound. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure he's Lester from Lester's Possum Park in a Goofy movie. Yes. Uh, was was he? I don't know. And Sounds I like think him. he's a character in Fifle Goes West. Yeah. He's just got the most distinctive voice. Yeah. He's Pat Buttram. (laughs) And what a perfect name. Mm -hmm. Hey, he definitely was Possum Park. (gasps) Yay. Yeah. I wasn't just talking from my butt, my worst butt. My worst butt. That's a callback. Do you guys want a synopsis? Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. This week's synopsis is written by IMDb user Vampire Sharpshooter. You got to read it like that. You got to read it like that. The whole thing? Yup. Oh, no. Is it really long? This is a synopsis coming from our good friend, Pat Buttram, courtesy of Vampire Sharpshooter. Stranded in 1955, <laughs> Marty McFly receives written word from his friend, Dr. Emmett Brown, as to where can be found the DeLorean time machine. However, an unfortunate discovery prompts Marty to go to his friend's aid. Using the time machine... <laughs> Using the time machine, Marty travels to the Old West where his friend has run afoul of a gang of thugs and has fallen in love with a local school teacher. Using the technology from the time, Marty and Emmett devise one last chance to send the two of them back to the future. Why did you say thugs like McGonagall? Adam, I'm gonna need you a to solo to solo and isolate the word prompts. <laughs> it was, was so that, that's so easy. That guy oh. was so bad. Wow. That was a pretty yeah, good crying. Pat Buttram, though, right? I'm crying. <sighs> <sighs> Professor <sighs> Buttram. This movie dumb. Oh yeah. It's so oh, yeah. dumb, but it's really fun. I think were it not for the origin juice of like the first Back to the Future and how iconic that is culturally, Back to the Future 3 would be my favorite of the series. Really? I think it's so fun. It's very fun. fun. If I'm super pumping this movie, it's because we're finally just, I think, making the story far more about Doc than than Marty. And that's the best thing you could have done. Yep. I think that was so great. And all the set pieces. I think this is such a... Yeah. It, it feels gimmicky for 1990 to mm-hmm. be like, what a future was Wild West as well? Because we already are jumping around, right? That's the like... Yeah. 55, 85, 85, 1885. Um, but I just loved, I mean, having the car with the Indians. I mean, that was just like, okay, that's what this movie will be. And they let yeah, us fine. know Why really not? quick. It's like, all right, fine. Let's do it. Yeah, I was bracing myself for more cultural insensitivity because it's been a while since I watched it. And yeah, don't get me same. wrong, it's not great. Yeah. 
necessarily. This is Patreon, so I don't mind saying that Carter just got up and ran away in the middle yeah, of my sure. sentence. He's I'm just not gone. Sure what's happening. From the, it's Patreon, so we can we can we can part the curtain here. Carter be just back. sprinted out of the room in the middle. He'll of, be back probably. He hated what I had to say so bad. <laughs> he just no. Left. I, yeah, that is one thing I noticed is that aside from the Native Americans at the beginning, every single person on the screen in this movie is Lily White. Yes, the whitest movie I think I've ever seen. Yes, maybe not ever seen because I've definitely watched some old movies that are only white <laughs> folks. But this sure. is the whitest movie from the '90s that I think I've ever seen. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a thing for sure that is noticeable. But I was bracing myself for that to be the butt of jokes more frequently, like racial insensitivity to be yeah. the butt of jokes more frequently. And it just wasn't, which I appreciate, which is funny that that's something that we have to appreciate. But <laughs> seeing as it is the 90s, yeah, it seems worth bringing up. Very so true. That's all Very I have true. to say about that. Might might I offer to mm-hmm. the two of you mm-hmm. a super pump? Yeah, please do it. Dr. Emmett Brown, again, again, that's three Back to the Futures in a row that Christopher Lloyd has been my super pump. He, I think that he is the reason people still talk about these movies. Because without Christopher Lloyd, the second one is unwatchable. The first yeah. one is way less memorable. And this one doesn't exist. Like, we, if it's not Christopher Lloyd, people forget about these movies. That's valid. I would agree with that. He is the collective best thing about all three. Absolutely. Not even a question. I agree. Absolutely with that. the best thing. I agree with that. Might I super dump right now because wow. it is Christopher Lloyd related? Wow. Okay. My super dump is Clara. Okay. I think it makes, specifically the fact that she arrives in town and he falls so in love with her that he stays behind in the Old West on like over the course of a long weekend. I think that's really dumb. I don't think there's any reason she had to arrive in town after Marty gets back in time. Yeah, I I do feel like she should have already been there. She should have already been there and they should have been together and married for a couple of years or something. That should have been the complication. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think think Mary Steenburgen does great. Yeah. I think she delivers a great Surprise, yeah. Are you being sarcastic? I like her almost in everything. Right, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. She's always great. Yeah. This is maybe the first time I've seen her not play somebody's mother, though. I know, I know. Well, she kind of was at the end. That's yeah. true. Uh, I guess so. Kind of was. I I was worried when you were saying you didn't really like Clara, but I get I get your take on it. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, once she's the there, there, once she's there, I'm fine with it. You don't like yeah. the handling of the Clara storyline. Right. Clara, the like, character, is fine. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's it's similar to like Rocky <laughs> and Adrian. Like how they get together, absolutely sucks. But once they're together, I really like them a lot. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I appreciate that. Can I tell you something that I have just realized? The second you watched the wrong movie. Yeah, dude. Oh no, dude. I that's don't know. embarrassing. I don't know how I did. You did watch it. Wild Wild West with I the watched, mechanical spiders. I watched Angels in the wow, Outfield. Why does that I just, movie stand out so much to me? I just picked another Christopher Lloyd movie, so I watched Angels in the you Outfield. You watched my, my favorite film. Martian. Yeah. No, I I have realized the other standout performance across the three movies to me. It's Leah Thompson. Yeah. And she's not in this enough. Somebody's <laughs> house is farting. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's a podcast race 
uh, just outside. A podcast race? A podcast race? race? (laughs) What's a podcast race? Could we win that? It's working! Um, I'm the, now I'm the joke. Mm. <laughs> There's not enough Leah Thompson in this movie. She is no. so good. Yeah. In the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need more of her here. And, and that's she the plays Mary, my, right? That's her Maggie. name. Maggie. Maggie. Maggie McFly. Hey, that's I thought the embarrassing is, that's more embarrassing than the whole podcast race thing. If you remember. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm the joke now. Now I you're thought, the joke. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the joke now. <laughs> I thought their accents would be a lot worse. Yeah, not that they bad. Were not, I did they too. were not good. I have to. <laughs> Hers is better than his. Uh, yeah. I loved his though. So I have decided, <laughs> now that we're at the end of this trilogy, I do need to redact that Marty McFly should have been somebody else. Mm. Good. It does, it does need to be Michael J. Fox. Good. Um, and it's because we do kind of get to see him. The moment he gets to play other iterations of a McFly mm-hmm. yeah. is like, okay, man, He's this doing is other really stuff. fun. And, yeah. and then I think yeah. especially now too, this might've been my favorite. It Because of his just overall demeanor, he felt like a hobbit to me on this one. He's a little guy too. He's yeah. just a little guy, a little kind guy. When he had to stand up, I know this is not Seamus. I know this is still Marty, but when he had to get up on his tippy toes to see over the swinging doors at the saloon, I laughed. Yeah. Yeah. I laughed out loud. It was sweet. His pink outfit. I don't know, man. That whole setup is great. It's really this fantastic. movie. This movie, I think, more than Back to the Future Part 2, feels, it feels a little more aware of what it is. Yep. To me. Yeah. It feels, there's a little Which more stuff Which is odd because they're planned together. Shot together, like Lord of the Rings. There's another Hobbit connection. And, and they're back to back. Like th- this one came out like five months or yeah. eight months after Part 2. Yeah. So it's like mostly done by the time part two comes out. So nothing about this that's different can really be that much of a reaction What's, to criticism of part two. Right. That's so weird to me though, because the camera feels so much more advanced. Like the clarity and the just the picture quality felt so much I didn't better feel like that too to me. That could be a that could be a thing in the the remaster and upscale, like rescanning uh, the original master. Because we all, okay. I mean, none of us own a thirty five millimeter projector, so everything that anything speak that we could have yourself. watched was was a digital scan. Oh, you do? No, you I got a projection. Meant, I just meant don't speak for me. Oh, oh, I don't. I don't. I just don't like when people assume things about me. Cool. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just sort of my thing. I'm gonna super dump right now because it, I think it's important to talk about the story of this movie. Act two. The part where nothing happens. That's my super dump. Yeah. Was that like the dance and all that stuff? Basically from about the time Clara arrives yeah. to the shootout. Yeah. It's because we decide on our plan on like a Friday. death by movie. Yeah. We decide on our plan on a Friday and then it's like, all right, let's wait till Monday to start our plan. But what do you want to do these next two days? Yeah, right. right. That's what's so unfortunate too because the pace felt so easy. The beginning right. and end was like, everyone loves this. Just keep trying. Just yep. keep doing yeah. these experiments. Have Doc explain the science behind it that 
makes sense and doesn't make sense. Yep. And let's yeah. just do fun stuff. But we and chose not to. I'm actually middle. realizing act two is solved by your same solve for your super dump doge. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if Claire is already there and we can spend act two with Trying to convince Marty Doc to go back. Yep. And Doc trying to convince Marty that Claire is worth staying. Then all yep. of a sudden we have a conflict lock. But nope, instead it's just Doc falling in love way too fast. Well, and which doesn't is boring. That- wouldn't that thematically also relate back to back back to back to the future part one, where we say like, "Hey, family is actually something that's very important, and yep. it's not worth changing history for." So, with the way that these the trilogy was filmed, are are we then surprised that they missed this narrative element, or no, is it I'm because they were so that. in the middle of all these three different stories that's supposed to be one story that that fell through the cracks? I'm trying to be like, what were the benefits? And what were the... I think the benefit is the twist of getting back and Doc saying, I have no idea who Clara is. (laughs) And then she gets in town. He's like, I'm not going to fall in love with her. And and it's, yeah. Except for that doesn't even make sense because she would have died if Marty had not told him about her because she would have fallen into the ravine. It is all like the like the nature of time in these is unknowable. And we change moment to moment whether, you know, it's a... it's a closed loop or it's an open, yeah. changeable Do you think that bothered people in 1990? No. No. Yeah. Not at I all. I think we've talked about this before, maybe with Prisoner of Azkaban or Chamber of Secrets. I can't remember when Hermione has the... That's Azkaban. Azkaban. Yeah. It's like something happened where movies were doing time travel pretty well. And so now it kind of... Becomes uh, the canon against which, which all time the travel stuff that yeah. had is measured. No choice. Yeah. Well, and I think that's totally a symptom of internet culture too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because like when this came out, like you didn't, you watched it in theaters and then didn't like, you caught it if it was on TV. Uh, you and could you, only talk you could to maybe, people about it around. Yeah, put, it in, your, put it in your VCR. Yeah, but we talked about this when we, when we reviewed Clue about a year ago is like the word of mouth culture has totally changed because Clue screened with all the different endings. And so that was a huge word of mouth buzz that drove that. But if we went to see Clue now and it screamed with all those different endings, there'd be a Screen Rant article that came out two days before. Explaining. Said, Your guide to all Clue's secret endings and where to catch each one. Or you know what I mean? you'd go home from the first one, find out there were two more endings and go find ribs yeah. on YouTube. There's no, there's exactly. no two chunks Discord channel, you know. Right. <laughs> exactly, right. exactly. But where do I people think, get like, their news? I think the the like the discourse around movies like this was totally different in the pre-internet, pre-message board days. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Completely agreed. I just, for me, Act 2 is such a slog. Completely. So boring. Not, almost nothing at all worth paying attention to even for a mm-hmm. moment. I guess, that's, I guess I would call that my super dump then. I think you've defined it better than I could because I just didn't have words for it. Yeah. There's, I watched this last night. And there's maybe 30 minutes I don't remember. But I was yeah. paying attention, right? Act and two, so baby. That's where it is. It's act two. Mm-hmm. Where it just slows way down. And that's where we get- Not only does it slow way down, nothing happens. I mean, that's really. Where, that's where we get the majority of our Buford Tannen stuff, I feel like. How do we feel about Buford Tannen? Hey, that's my super pump. I kind of thought it might dog be. dog Tannen. Dude, okay. Really, I think my super pump is just a like- Collective super pump for Thomas F. Wilson as all You're the a big throughout boy, right? time. He's just yeah. fun, man. He's he, he's a he's a t- 
textbook bully in the first movie. He is a hilarious caricature of the super rich, um, bad person. In, Let's not I mince think, words. He's a Donald wonder, Trump caricature in well, the second I one. I said what I said. He, he's yeah. he's a hilarious character in the second one. And then here, he I realized without knowing it, in Red Dead Redemption 2, my Arthur was Mad Dog Tannen looking. Like he, <laughs> he, he looked just like him. I didn't mean to. It wasn't intentional, but there it is. I think that it's so jarring when you go back to the garage and Biff is old Biff waxing the car and he's like, oh, so, sorry, sorry, Marty. That's my fault. Like- just the, yeah. the, it's funny to call it range, but it is range. Oh, for sure. And it's, yeah. it's hilarious. I think Mad Dog is so funny. And I actually think we should have filled out the middle of our movie with some more Mad Dog. Yeah. And his crew. Yes. And his crew. Yeah. yeah. Do you know He's what I think? I think Buford's going to jail. Is I think dude, Buford's going to jail. Is dude historically accurate? Because he says dude so much, and I don't know that Dude that Ranch? I, I don't know. I think it I might be. I thought maybe it is. Really? And they're like, hey, isn't this funny? Because in the 80s, it was really popular. But did you know that 100 years before is when its origin was? The shocking origins of the word dude. Dude. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Doctors hate him. You believe it. Jordan, do you think your affinity for Biff has a lot to do with your deep, deep love for Goofy movie? Explain because he feels like a he feels like a bully out of the he's goofy Pete. Movie. He's exactly yeah. Pete. Interesting. It could be. I think I no. do love these. You don't have to. You don't have to give me that. No, I, no, 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 no. I can it, tell it was a bad. It's, do you love it because you're such a bully? Yes. You finally <laughs> see really yourself identify. on film. It's good to yeah. be represented. No, I, I do think, think I that Jordan's closet is all black clothes. That's probably <laughs> true. I love the simplicity of an old school bully in a movie just being like, yep, he's the one that needs to get mm-hmm. socked in the mouth, right in the kisser, just so he, he knows what's He needs a swirly, yeah. Right. I, I think I love the the simple conflict lock of this guy's just a bully. He's a cartoon. Right, right. And he is just portrayed so well. He has yeah. practically bottomless charisma. His, his mad dog like- would you call me that whole? That's so good, man. I don't know. I love it. His teeth were so nasty. Everything yeah. about him was nasty. Face. He just it covered so in good. soot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm a big, yeah. I'm a big Mad Dog Tana fan. I think he kind of makes this Mad movie Dog for me, great. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad Dog really, really worked for me in a well, way that Future Biff did not the movie. work for me. Yeah, I know. He's nasty. But you start the movie, if you don't know, you know, you start the movie and you're going, where's Biff going to be? Because I know mm-hmm. he's going to be yeah. here. Those are those are the fun things where it's like these definitely, they're self-referential in a way that's super duper fun. Where it's like we have uh, the dioramas the doc always makes. We yes. have a Biff in every era. We have Marty waking up in his bed every time. Mom, I had the craziest dream. Like all that stuff is so <laughs> hey, fun. Hey, what the heck? That was great. Was it really? It was a pretty yes. good. Oh yeah, Stuart Little right here in my. In my I room. know, I can't even believe it. I'm a little, I'm a little mouse. No, I can't get it it's back. Gone. It's gone. I can't get it back. There was you did one it too soon. There was better one to brief. have better to have Marty done lost than to never have Marty done. Mm. There was one brief oh, moment yeah. in time where our souls became one, and it was here on the podcast. <laughs> I think that another thing that's missing from this movie to me is more of the referential stuff. I know it yeah. feels lazy, but I wish that we had had more one-to-ones. Yeah. Like, where is my 19, 
or my 1880s skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that would have been fun where I was, I couldn't remember. It's been so long since I watched it. There was a part of me that was like, does he, does somebody make him custom Nike cowboy boots? <laughs> like, where's that stuff? They like yeah. brand the swoosh onto it because they right. think that's his symbol. Yeah. Right. Like I want that Clint kind of Eastwood stuff. was funny. It was very Clint funny. Eastwood was good. Yeah. Um, Eastwood's I- a yellow belly coward. Coward. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I love the train pushing the DeLorean and using the hoverboard to save Doc and Clara. I I love that rap. I thought I got him. I thought I got him. I thought I caught him. I was like, there's no way a train went that fast. I Googled it. Top speed of a steam locomotive is 120 miles an hour. Whoa, really? Way faster than I thought it would be, right? That's I did pretty- not know that. But I found something else. Do you want to know what was the top speed of a steam locomotive? Wait, say yes. Yes. On the website GuinnessWorldRecords.com, they say, the highest speed ever ratified for a steam locomotive is 201 kilometers per hour, with a brief spell at which the speed reached 126 miles per hour by the London Northeastern Railway, Class A4, no. Oh, wow. Fact checked by my Google Home. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that was creepy. Only and cool. on Patreon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no rules. Dude, Just that right. was weird. Dude, I almost said it, but I was like, I'll let Doge say it. <laughs> he earned it. He earned this. He one. earned it for sure. That was weird. <laughs> and I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. The um I mean, let's just let's just pile on the train for a minute. The train scene is fantastic. Oh my gosh, it's so fun! The One thing this movie has in common, the most probably the most thing it has, has in common, the most similar with Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two, is that the train scene is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, this is that drip of they knew what was fun about this movie and they just did it. Yep. We didn't have to have those scientific super logs be different colors. To designate yeah. when we're going faster, but we did. It's better. And did, yeah. It's better, and that's really fun. I know it's so. Good. I felt like it felt like Hook when we're like, I don't know where all these paintballs are coming from, but I don't care. Yep. You know, it's like right. Or the food now is all these different colors. Like it was just so aesthetically pleasing, and the train scene felt really long. But I was happy to be there. I think mm-hmm. it's like when you get yeah. on a roller coaster for the first time, and you're like, I can't believe that this is still going. Like, I'm yeah. still having yeah. so much fun. Doc, like, finally getting on the hoverboard at the very end to save yeah. Clara. That was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love it. Were we almost too far from the 80s for the camp of some of this stuff to be funny? It started. So. It started to feel a little bit more like a soundstage-y kids movie. By 1990 to me, yes. I just, it's it's fun. I don't think we get to have that much anymore. Mm. I think it, that there's something so charming about that. And we were talking, you know, it's holiday season. We were talking about like Home Alone and stuff like that too, right? You get to yeah. you get to do that in some right. of those comedies and, and some of those like fun action films that you just can't do anymore. 
And yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that it was naturally kind of sunset because doing that now would be feel probably out of place. Yeah. Or like um, it's trying too hard. But maybe. I do, yeah, but I also simultaneously miss it. I think there's something really nostalgic about a movie like that. And if, it I, feels I just, like this movie comes by it honestly. It doesn't feel like this movie is reaching oh, for, for sure. anything. Right. And I think I was just shocked to see that it was 1990, that I was like alive. You know, it was like this. Right. It feels like a time before me. What's that but like I, to have been alive in 1990? Yeah, it was, was a time for before you? me. That, that makes It was a time before you. Wow. I think like. <laughs> so what did you do? Main, like on your Zoom calls? You, didn't, you couldn't do a podcast. What did you do? Well, you weren't huh. born yet. Like what, what were DVDs like in, when, in yeah. the 1990? So did you have the, anybody to play Fortnite with? <laughs> what did you do? What kind of apps did you have on your iPhone? What was Harry Styles doing? He wasn't even born. I think he was being born probably, right? The zoom ins on Doc's face. There's a million of them yeah. in the train scene. That was great. I don't yeah. think you can do that anymore. Unless you're trying to have an homage to that time yeah. of filmmaking. Harry Styles totally. and I are the exact same age by 24 days. And I hate that so much. He is 24 Oops. days older than me. And I hate that so much. Hey, do you think, hang on. Really dedicate yourself for the next 24 days. Could you could reach, I catch up? Could you catch up? Um, no. Could I, 24 days from now, be what and where Harry is right now? I think so. Um, let's see. That's 24 days December from now 27th. is like two days after Christmas. I think you can do What's it. What's funny is in movie canon right now, he's literally a god. <laughs> 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 okay, so to catch up, could you get into Spider-Man No Way Home? Because that's the think- only Marvel movie that'll come out in that time. I think I could be, I think I could be, I could use my Christmas wish. I could use my one, my grown up Christmas yeah. wish probably to, this is my only lifelong wish. Make me just like Harry Styles. Yeah, I think that's probably, <laughs> I think I could probably do that. Uh, because it's Patreon and we can just go on. This is the the land of rabbit trails. Oh, yes. Mm. Can I tell you all something? And then here's a fun behind the scenes thing here, Chunkies. Um. We were you really several recordings to ago. Christmas list now. Me too. No, no, no. Several recordings ago, there was a moment where um, I had left to go do something, and I and I came back to the recording, and I really couldn't hear the guys very well. Do you remember me asking you about that? Yeah. Be like, hey, I can't hear y'all. Y'all doing anything different? And you're like, no, no, we're fine. It happened again to me today, and I was really discouraged by that because we've, you know, we're we're heating up right now. We're sure. like finishing a long day of recording, and then I realize. The buds in my ears were in the wrong ear. Oh no! <laughs> my left earbud said "R," and then I just switched them at some point. And y'all were as clear as you had been <laughs> earlier today. I love are they that. in the right ears now? They are. What on earth, guys? I am like the. It brought me back to when we were first recording, and y'all would always have to just set up things for me because <laughs> I'm just <laughs> so bad that. at it. I forgot. And I about only that. I only thought of this because of how <laughs> this is this is the joke that like I'm older than y'all. It does feel like we got to teach people how to use like the remote. I'm like, Here you 70. go. Seventy. Bu- hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> talk with your mouth into the microphone. That's talk how with they your hear mouth you. Into the mic. You got to point the front end of the remote at the TV, how or else you I can't go to the taller. weather channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my uh, grand, my grandparents were Weather Channel fiends, man. That thing was rolling in the background twenty four seven. How else would they know what it's like outside? Uh, weather Channel or uh, just golf? Mm-hmm. Golf is basically we- Weather Channel with a little extra going on. Yeah, weather. Yeah. It's weather somewhere. Action else. weather. It's what's the weather like over there? Well, <laughs> action action's weather. debatable. 
<laughs> Action's debatable. There's action. I'm a big fan of golf. Is uh, how men who aren't comfortable with themselves take walks together. They want to take walks with their buddies, but they got make is it. This again. Your, is this your take? Yeah, they got make it. They have, Mitchell, they, they're too. They're too afraid to just ask their buddies to go on a walk and talk with them. So they I mean, have to play a game. I'm so glad you said that because I get so many people being like, Doge, what is golf? And I don't know what to tell them. I got you. Until right, right now, I'm so glad. Thank you for that definition. That's so the, helpful Now, the me. answer that'll make people mad is if you say darts for big boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's ground darts. ground darts for busy dads. Oh, my if goodness. Da- if golf is a sport, then darts is a sport. That has gotten darts me into is a some sport. heated debate. That's a sport for sure. It's not even a, an opinion I think I actually hold. It's just a fun grenade to throw into a conversation. No, I think darts is a sport. This, though, is not supposed about to be an episode three, about Back yeah. to the Future Part no, that's 3. That's a good point. Uh, speaking of sports, so are we supposed to believe that he got that good at shooting from playing like Duck Hunt in a 7-Eleven? Is that what he was saying? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Just check. Which is fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I that's thought realistic. That hey, did the did the whiskey smoke on the counter when he poured it into oh, the Oh, I loved that. Yeah, that's fun. I love that little practical effect. Uh-huh. That's so fun. Uh-huh. And he just that's doesn't like, drink it either. Yes. That's like going through a Disney ride, one of the boat rides, and all the animatronics. Yes. You're like, oh, right. that's cool. Right. right. Totally. This did that's really fun. feel like a theme park version of the Old West. Of where yeah. it was just like, this would, yeah. be, this would be like part, the end of a Back to the Future ride. They wouldn't have to like change very much of it. It could just yeah. be exactly this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actual ZZ Top at the little festival, right? Oh yeah, like legit real ZZ Top. Uh-huh. That's yeah. so Amazing. funny. Yeah, they had they wrote. Didn't they write a song for this movie? Mm-hmm. That was the post credit scene. Yeah, yep. I mean they get opening credits. Mm-hmm. They do also like right there at the end. That's Amazing. really and fun. featuring ZZ Top. Yeah, <laughs> they were doing good. I think they were also in a Blues Brothers movie. Earlier well, in a, the decade, it was a good time to be ZZ Top in the early. When isn't dude? I want to be ZZ Top right now. I don't. I don't know what they're up to right now. I don't either. They might be. I don't think so. I've never heard anything bad about them though. I'm gonna Google them before we officially endorse. Before them. before we <laughs> slam that down on the table. Yeah, I've never heard anything uh, sketch about those boys. I think they're just some good time. Loving. In my go-to move, I'm gonna Google ZZ Top sharp dressed men. Every girl's crazy about some sharp dressed men. You know. I always, I also always think of that song from them, the Give me all your loving, all your hugs and kisses too. Because it's in the Santa uh, Claus. ZZ Top fired their opener for wearing a MAGA shirt. So. I... They got Willie energy. Who's Willie? Who's Willie? Nelson? Nelson. Oh, okay. yeah. No okay. Doubt. Yeah. Right on. Right Y'all on. were serious? I, well, was. Were also, I couldn't. My so, brain wasn't so, there. Here's here's the here's the unique ZZ thing about Top me. is dad rock, not country in my brain. So Willie and yeah. ZZ Top were not in the same. Uh, ZZ Top was the theme song for the Duck Dynasty show, and there yeah. was a guy on that show called Willie. So that's it. Does it does it is bad? It is. Listen, it is not good, but that is where my brain went on it. So okay, damn, I'm gonna listen to some ZZ Top today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to some Willie Nelson. <laughs> Never a bad time to listen to. Some Have Willie we talked Nelson. about how much my dad hates? You were always on my mind. No, I'm. He's I like that's know. just so disrespectful to the woman that he loves. He's like <laughs> having affairs. He's like, but I was thinking about you. 
He's like, if he if she goes back to him because of that, it just always ticked him off. I thought it was so funny. Dude, 100%. <laughs> that's a very parent take on a song. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. that. That's respect. That's respect right there, man. Get you a Mr. Willis in your life. Respect oh, you. Oh, Rick. He'll respect you. Get you a you. Rick. Get, get you, you a Rick. Get you a Rick Willis in your life. Rick. Ladies, I think every single one of you could use a little Rick Willis in your life. <laughs> I fell out of it at the very end of that sentence. It just nah, you're good. As long as your voice is, is is sort of inexplicably undulating between that falsetto I and chest. Exactly. The train time machine that flies, and I'm not afraid to say it. And that's okay. Respect to Duck for going back to the future to grab Einstein. He misses. Yeah. You. Yep. Yeah. I think it was a good play to destroy the DeLorean. Mm. Yes. That was hard to see. Mm-hmm. And that's something we don't. The, the DeLorean is almost akin. I have to say almost because it feels like another tier to the Millennium Falcon to me. Yeah, but it's, sure, we don't actually ever see the Millennium Falcon get destroyed. Right, right. Star Wars was too much. Like no, 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 no. We can't no, do no. it. We can't, we can't do that. Let's leave the door open. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, but I think destroying the DeLorean was a smart move. Yeah, I really did. I agree completely. It was clearly meant to wrap it. Hey, we're yep. done. We gave it a moment. A couple. We actually came back. Mm-hmm. To to pay respects, which is pretty irresponsible to not do something about cleaning. Let's go ahead that and clean up. that. That could be dangerous. Yeah, time travel belongs in the hands of Doc Brown, not in the hands of Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. So I don't have an issue with a new time machine coming into play because it seems like Doc's got a pretty firm grasp on it. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the flying train coming into play. I am. I am. Yeah. Because I think there's a world where I'm complaining that we destroy the DeLorean and then undo that because there's just a new different time machine there. But I yeah. think the the key here is that Marty doesn't have access to time travel anymore. So let's go ahead. Right. And I like that he learns, even though it took him three separate tries, I like that he learns to not let people call him a chicken and make him mad and do stuff anymore. Right? <laughs> Pretty valuable. He could have died if he hadn't. He yeah, well it's died. so those little connective tissues to Back to the Future Part Two. I and do what? not. Uh, the that well, this is his accident that he has that he avoids. So now he's not fired in the future. Right. Yeah. I didn't care for that, and that's only because I didn't really like Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah, yeah. I hate and love me. that Jen is just still asleep. Like. Yeah. That's so dumb that Elizabeth Shue is cast to n- consciously not be there for two whole movies. Right. Who, yep. who is very fun, very charming, and a great actress. So, like, let's yes. give her some jobs to do here. Well, and she has 80s power. She has Big She's time. walking in with some of the strongest yeah. because of Karate Kid. And you didn't do anything with her. She slept. Yeah. I think they didn't want to draw too much attention to the fact that it is a different actress. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but that's just as lazy as Jennifer. Agreed. <laughs> Jennifer, so lazy, Jennifer. Stop so lazy. Stop so lazy. Wake up. Come on. It's time to move. Get up. Did they get Crispin Glover back or is this the same thing where it's like- No, it's the same thing. Okay. He's far away and wearing sunglasses. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So when you see me on the eventual Two Chunks and a Hunk Press tour, but I'm, you can only see far me from 100 yards away and I'm wearing sunglasses- it's still it's not me, though. It's definitely me. So, Carter, as we bring this to a close, can I get your general first viewing? Yes. What, where are you at with Back to the Future? What do what's you your, think of what's Back to the Future? Is it an icon? I, is it what? What is it? I think it is so. It is good to the extent that I'm sad I didn't have 
an original viewing younger. Sure. Okay. I think yeah. it, it was one of those things where I was like, I realized very much that I missed something. Right. Um, and so it, it almost was kind of like how I wish I was 10 when Spider-Man came out. Right. You know, when Tobey yeah. Maguire's Spider-Man came out. But this is uh, very understandably, I get that it's iconic. I had moments, the moments that I had to kind of like slap myself on the hand was like, dude, you can't fault that because it created that. You know, I'm like yeah. the right. I'm the like, okay, cool. Here's the hoverboard again. Oh, we got to bring out the shoes that lace themselves. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Everybody else is doing versions of that because yeah. it happened organically yeah. in that moment. But I think it's great. I'm glad we did it, and I'm especially glad I did have fatigue only two movies in because of how crazy two was. And I think I'm realizing that most people. Two might be their least favorite. Am I am I correct there? Or is that just that the is assumption? traditionally? Because that's, that's uh, what actually, I've seen of the three, three of us. Three is traditionally the least favorite. I oh, believe. that's surprising to me. That's it's the lowest rated. Yeah. Well, and I guess were it not for the products of two, I think were it not for hoverboard and those sneakers, right? Right. Because it feels like if if anybody wants a prop like if the whole scenario was like if you could have any prop from any movie what would you want um almost everybody I, says an iron man suit or the hoverboard from back to the future right yeah yeah <laughs> well and i think there's something to be said for back to the future does have the most like back to the future 1 is far and away it's not even close my favorite of the 3 oh yeah same um, same i think like on future rewatches i will probably just watch the first one honestly yeah. Um, but even with that said, when I think back to the future, I think hologram shark, I think hoverboard, I think self-lacing shoes, um, even though it's probably my least favorite of the three movies. That's the iconography that my brain goes to. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. The hoverboard and the, the self-lacing shoes are like the thing from well, back to the yeah. future to me. And also yeah. almost calling the shot on the Cubs winning the World Series. Right. You know, yeah. It's like all that stuff is from two. Yeah. Yep. That's true. That's a great point. Yeah. But Biff yeah. is the most wild in two. Oh my God. Favorite Biff so is still fun. number one because he's just that like jock bully jerk. Even 50s, though 50s Biff. Mm-hmm, even though yeah. the the uh like sexual assault moment at the end is oh, yeah. not good. Not good. Not good at all. Nah. Not even close. Not good at all. Not that that's a hard stance that anybody's shocked to hear somebody <laughs> say, you know what? I didn't like it. I thought that was a bad scene. Let, let us be the first to tell you. So anyway. That's not even something that should be said that it didn't age well. Right. It just shouldn't like, have been there in the first place. When was place. that okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, I understand is also Big the point vibes. of the scene. Yeah. But still. Well, okay. you know, it is time to rate Back to the Future Part 3 using science borrowed from Doc Brown. Uh, I'll finally nice. reveal… Cool. Yeah. The origins of the scientific cinema scale. We did yoink it straight from Doc Brown's lab. Doc Wink. Brown created this in 2035 and we took it back. <laughs> we took it back. We went forward. We took it back. We created back it before from him. the future. It's ours. The scientific cinema scale, as you guys know, because you're on Patreon, it's uh, all the stuff. It's the, the buy. Oh, don't need to buy that poster. New, new poster. It's the buy. It. It's the rented. Yep. It. It's the stream. It's the forget it. And it's the God. You, you guys know it. Y'all already know it. Yeah. You're part of the. I'm fan. gonna rent it. Okay. I'm gonna rent it. Carter rents. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rent that. And it's funny because yesterday I rented the Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and it might be because I forgot there was a stream. There was another tier down. We've done this a lot, and maybe you miss these things. But uh, I, I would rent it because I think it was so much dock, and that's what we needed. It would be a buy if the middle act, like Jordan said, uh, wasn't so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had all the flavors here to, to make this a much more beloved installment. Sometimes in doesn't that sting worse? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so. Such and that affected bummer, my rating. dude. See, if you had just put this stuff in a different order, it would have crossed the finish line much faster. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm also renting it for pretty similar reasons. It would have been a buy if the if act two was strong because the rest of this movie is a lot of fun. Um, it's a weaker movie than one, but it's maybe more fun, like unabashed, unashamed, goofy fun. And if act two had kept up that pace, this would, I think, be an, an all-time great. But it didn't, so it's a rent for me. What is conversation, if not an attempt to describe my own subjective experience of reality? It's a selfish way of looking at it, sure. Wow. Think about that. Really think about it. I would call that maybe self-narration versus conversation. Conversation has two parts. Give and take, yin and yang. Hey, not with a podcast. I mean, I well, guess you I guys mean, can talk yeah, back I to talk me. To Our to listeners can talk back to me, I guess. But anyway, what I'm saying is that my rating, I was having trouble figuring out what to rate this until I looked at what I actually did. I watched this on Peacock. I pay for Peacock. But this movie still had ads in it. And I was like, there's four ads. That's not that much. Yeah, I'm not going to rent this. It's not worth it to me. I'm just going to power through the ads. Mm. So I'm going to give it a stream because it's- You can't rate it based on how you actually consumed it. No, I'm saying this before. I'm not, I'm saying that 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 is how I felt about this movie. In that moment, I chose to stream, even (laughs) though there were ads, rather than pay money for it. And so I'm going to stream this because it's fun and it's fine and it's a great, like a great thing to throw off. I sent you guys a picture in in Slack. My puppy decided that he also wanted to watch this. And so he sat up and watched a lot of this movie with me. And I think it's great for for boys who want to sit on their floor next to their puppies. And it's fun and it's enjoyable and not much more than that. So I want to stream it. That's fair. I think that's fair. We did it, guys. What do we think about this entire special series just for patrons? I think it was beautiful. I think it was fun. I I loved it. I love this journey through time we all got to take together. We went back, you know, been back and did it. And forth, even. And forth. To and fro. To and fro. Hither and thither, perhaps. It was, uh, man, these movies really span some genres, don't they? Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. Sometimes in a fun way. Yeah. Sometimes in an exhausting way. Sometimes not. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. Well, folks, that... That is the end of our Back to the Future series here on Patreon. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. This has been super fun. A super fun little experiment to see what it's like to do a series just for you, our Patreon supporters. Um, I can't promise that we'll do it again. Can't promise that we won't do it again. And that's Patreon, baby. I don't promise ever. It's a gamble. What I can promise you is that there's a movie coming out uh, that you've, you've probably heard of. Uh, and it is called Spider-Man No Way Home. And and over on the main feed, we're doing our very best to get through every Spider-Man movie, uh, every live-action Spider-Man movie, before that one releases. 
uh, so that we can watch all the Spider-Men and then be prepared for when they inevitably appear in Spider-Man No Way Home. However, there is maybe my favorite Spider-Man movie that is getting left on the cutting room floor by our decision to only include live action over on the main feed. And so, as a special Christmas present to you, our beautiful, beautiful Patreon supporters, we're going to be watching and reviewing Into the Spider-Verse. And that's going to be coming your way very, very soon. You want to and talk like, about my cry button, dude? And like, I know, I know that we have said things are coming your way very soon, and and oftentimes, very soon has has maybe only been true from like a geological sense in terms of like the age of the Earth. That's pretty short, but this is actually truly soon in a human lifespan sense. Mm-hmm. It's coming your way very, very soon, and we're really excited to watch that and review it. Yes, yes, we are. I end it, don't I? Oh man, I forget every time. To end today's episode, I would like you to give me your name. And they've just announced it. I don't know if you guys saw it. They're doing Back to the Future Part 4. And they're exploring unexplored areas of history. I need you to tell me where they're going and what kind of biff they'll find there. For two chunks and a hunk, my name is Doge. And... They're going to dinosaur times, and they're going to find a cave biff. Oh, that'll be easy for him. I can already see cave biff. (laughs) I'm Carter, and they're going to be just like those Connecticut Yankees that we know and love. We're going to go back to the King Arthur days, and biff is going to be a black knight. Oh, my name's Jordan, and they would go back to whatever year Wiffle Ball was created, and biff would create instead— the sport of biffle ball. Badminton. <laughs> Badminton. James Nabiff, and he would create basketball. Biff skit ball. <laughs> Biff skit biff. <laughs> biff skit biff. <laughs>